All right, let's get to these college football playoff rankings here. All right, so here we go. This is the first graphic that we always show. There you go, Gary Farda. Um, as always, representing Gary. Uh, always reasonable. All right, always, yeah, always. We're going to keep that one going. Okay, here are your latest rankings. One, Georgia. Two, Michigan. Three, Alabama. Four, Cincinnati. Five, your Oklahoma State Cowboys. Six, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Seven, Ohio State Buckeyes. Eight, is the Ole Miss Rebels. Nine, the Baylor Bears. Sad they got dropped a little bit. Ten is the Oregon Ducks. And then also uh, representing the Big 12 Conference slash future Big 12 Conference, it is Oklahoma at 14. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss BYU at number 12 there. So 12 BYU. Oklahoma is 14. The Houston Cougars are at 21. Man, so I just want to mention this really fast before we get going here. Uh, and I'll, I'll go to I'll give you Jake on this. Um, fantastic stuff from the future members here, and also we were so close to getting an undefeated Houston and an undefeated Cincinnati. I mean, those two teams did not come across each other, and Houston was beaten up on Texas Tech pretty good earlier this season. Shout out to BYU ten and two, escaped from USC the other night, um, and literally escaped from USC, and also I guess figuratively with Kalani Stocky. Not not going there as well too, so double yep. meeting there on that one. But yeah, uh, three future members in the top twenty five here, and uh, two future members inside the top twelve. And that's the that's the really fun part about this is there's a, there's been a lot of people out here, uh, Utah fans in particular, out out this way who have been really saying that BYU is going to a conference that's it, it's just not going to be as good once Oklahoma and Texas depart. And all BYU fans do, they just point at the college football playoff rankings. They're like, are you seeing what I'm seeing here? Like, <laughs> there are more ranked teams in the future Big 12. And even even if Oklahoma and Texas don't leave right away, you could have these ranked teams for at least two or three years altogether. And it's as good, if not better, than the Pac-12 right now. So it's actually some really, really positive signs moving forward for this conference. Linda, I'll go to you now. Five. They positioned you all very well. Now. The concern comes – I guess you can't really worry about this stuff. But the concern comes here. Dear Lord, please, please let Georgia beat Alabama and please let them do it by at least more than a touchdown so we don't have to hear all these SEC heads be like, well, it was close. and who's Nobody's played Georgia close yet this year, so please, God. That's what we're <laughs> hoping for, right? Am I correct on this? Right, yeah. I'm a huge Georgia fan. Been uh, lifelong. And um, here's my issue with Alabama – First of all, they moved Baylor down a spot because it was a close win against Texas Tech, right? But then Alabama went to four overtimes against Auburn. Auburn. And they six don't win, move six at win all. Auburn. Six win Auburn as well. And they don't move at all? That's insane to me. I, like, I get it. And like dudes on Twitter are like, well, it's because the name on the helmet. Yeah, I know. It still pisses me off. So, yeah, I, I hope Georgia just beats the dog snot out of them to be honest that's what i want and i want us to do the same today i mean obviously nothing matters if oklahoma state doesn't win so i hope we also just just womp on baylor uh steven so you always have a good read on on these baylor bears um advantage oklahoma state because i thought gary but gary behannon gives baylor a good chance to win that game for the big reason that he's already seen Oklahoma state once. And that is an advantage because this defense is so damn good. Mm-hmm. We saw what happened. Donovan Smith had a great week for Texas tech. Then 
as as his second or third start, who does he see? Oklahoma State, and they pitch a shutout where uh, Texas Tech barely gets over a hundred yards. If it's Blake Shapen, I mean, what percent chance are you giving uh, Baylor coming out with a win against Oklahoma State? Uh, less than zero. <laughs> like, yeah, if it's yeah. and and no disrespect to Blake Shapen, like he's done a right. really he's nice well. job in spot duty, and he played well against Texas Tech and was tough and hung in there and made plays when he needed to. But um, they're limited without Gary Bohan. And I'd also say there's got to be concern. Like, he was in full uh, pads on Saturday and went through warm-ups. But, like, if he's not ready to go, like, full go, you know, his his ability to use his legs, not even really scrambling, but the way they use him in the power running game, I think that'll probably be a little bit limited um, on Saturday morning when they take on Oklahoma State. So, it'll be tough if he's not ready. I, I will say one thing I'm interested in watching, though, like, Baylor's defense kind of got embarrassed by uh, TCU when Chandler Morris hung 30 on them. And since then, they've been really good. They gave a couple big plays to Tech, but overall, they've been solid. And they've been good all year. Um, so, I mean, this might be, like, first one. I know – and I don't I don't want to dunk on them too much. Like, I, people just say these things. But that Iowa quarterback today was talking about uh, the Big Ten title game and said – well, it's not going to be like a Big 12 game where, you know, everybody just has all day to throw. Like, Stupid. dude, like the Big 12 title game might be the first team to 13 points wins. Like, these are two really, really good defenses and two offenses that are solid and consistent but are not necessarily explosive. So, yes, Baylor needs Gary Bohannon badly, um, and they're going to have to be able to, to run the football against this Oklahoma State team, which is something they've been able to do against everybody except for the Pokes when they played them in Stillwater earlier this year. And, and, and John, because, you know, I feel like that people will check out that score between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and play like, classic shootout. I mean, the special teams accounted for like 20 of those points, right? We had a punt return. We had two muff punts that ended up being touchdowns. We had a safety that was involved there, too, that was really weird. Like, that game was actually a game that was played in the 20s. And if you watch that second half, I mean, that was all about the defenses in half number two. What, do you, what as an Oklahoma fan, did you observe? I know, I know, I know there's some, there was some bad officiating. I'm going to fully admit there's some bad calls. On both there. sides. Uh, on both no, sides. But let's, let's, let's be honest. The, the PI in the end is what I really care about, and that was a bad call. Um, so, but also Oklahoma State got hosed against Iowa State, so these things are, are you know, it's all fair. Um, but what did you notice, do you think, like, what was a big takeaway for you, Oklahoma State? Was the pursuit of the football was it Devin Harper just like making the plays when they had to be made, stuff like that? What stuck out to you about the way Oklahoma State played last week? I mean, it was it was the relentless pass rush. You know, I think in the first half, you know, Oklahoma was able to put some points on the board. We saw it. It was 24-24 at halftime. Caleb Williams was actually playing fairly well. Mm-hmm. A rebound game from you know two down performances against Baylor and against um, Iowa State. He was looking good. He looked he looked like the Caleb Williams we saw several weeks before. But then the second half, man, some of it, obviously Oklahoma State's defense was playing really, really good football. They were just getting after the passer. Some of it was Lincoln Riley's play calling. I mean, they had a drive in the fourth quarter where something like eight minutes left to play. And the game is still pretty well within re- – I mean, it's close. I don't, I don't think they've even had a lead yet. But they have a six-play drive, and they don't hand the ball off once. And Kennedy Brooks is actually making some headway against this Oklahoma State defense that's one of the best rush defenses in college football. And he finishes with over 100, 100 yards rushing on the day. And there's a drive where he doesn't touch the ball. It was just coaching malpractice. Some of it was also Oklahoma just very, very poorly timed mental mistakes and miscues. I mean, 
you know, holding calls after big, you know, to that create mm-hmm. big runs or after big plays, you know, there's the, the Caleb Williams, you know, lateral pass that he's trying to throw on a swing pass that probably was looking that to set up, a, set up a trick play gets dropped. Then Jaden Hazelwood kicks it out of bounds, you know, for a penalty on that one, just a lot of like, you know, mental miscues. And it's part of the reason I feel like a lot of folks are even more frustrated with Lincoln Riley, knowing that his, his people have been in communication with USC is that this team was not playing disciplined football all year long. They were making mental mistakes all year long. And that really showed up in the third quarter there. Uh, but yeah, Oklahoma state, man, they're a legit team. And you know, that Spencer Sanders, I mean, he played the best game I've ever seen him play in that game and Oklahoma's defense. They're not as good as Baylor's. They're not, as, I don't think they're as good as Iowa state's, but it's not a slouch defense. Like they've got some guys that can get after the passer and, and really hound the quarterback. And I mean, he looked like a Heisman contender playing against Oklahoma on, on Saturday. And so if that's the Spencer Sanders, they get in the big 12 championship game. I mean, they're going to have a great chance to win that one. Uh, All right, my friends, if you guys are hungry, I've got some bad news for you. We're about to hear from our friends from Omaha steaks. So uh, hang on to your hats. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy. Actually, that's actually very true. Like that, this is undeniably true. Uh, easy to send to friends and family, an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar for the perfect gift package for $99.99. You'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the promo code COLLEGE, you get an, also get additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and go get eight free burgers when you enter the code COLLEGE. Achieve gift-giving greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword COLLEGE, my friends. That will set you up right here. By the way, it's um, bacon wrap filet, four boneless chicken breasts, uh, four Omaha Steak burgers, uh, four gourmet jumbo franks, four individual scalloped potatoes, Four caramel, the caramel apple tarts, guys. Oh, my God, they're phenomenal. Uh, one jar of signature seasoning and then eight free Omaha steak burgers on the side. Oh, my God, my mouth is watering right now just reading this. Okay, so that'll do it uh, for that. Any observations anybody else wants to make from the from the top 25 here as we go forward? Basically, here's the way I, I, I see it. Let me, let me see if you guys are on the same page here. If we have chalk this weekend – in the um, SEC championship game. So let's just say Georgia wins, right? Michigan wins, Cincinnati wins, Oklahoma State wins. That is our four, correct? That is what we believe. There is. Does anybody here believe Alabama loses by three? They're going to find their way in. That That's the thing about it. If it's seven or less, I totally see that playing out. You think so? Yeah. You think yeah. we all get the, the awful outcome? I don't yep. think so. I don't think we can look at those performances in the last couple of weeks and be like, I, I'm just not sure how you justify it, especially if Cincinnati, who's in the top four right now, 
goes on to win and Oklahoma State gets another top 10 win. I get what you're all saying. I, and I know that – I'm gosh darn it, I'm, I'm going back on what I said earlier this year because I was like, we, we can't trust these assholes. But, like, we have to believe that's gonna be, they're going to make the right call, right? If chalk holds this weekend – Gotta be First of all, teams, I I'm with you, you said they don't have to justify it, but like, how have they justified anything that they've said so far? So like, I don't know. I like, I, I want to be like, I'm optimistic, but I'm a, evidently being a Oklahoma State fan turned me into a pessimist and I'm, I'm nervous. I feel pretty good about mm-hmm. what the scenario laid out, Josh. Now, listen, I'm not ever going to put it past the committee to give, an SEC team, especially Alabama and Gary Farta, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And I know that we're off to sit there in the SEC title game and Gary Danielson, the ultimate, the ultimate company man is going to be like, well, you know, I mean, <laughs> Alabama, how can you leave out Alabama? He did like, it last is, week. He did it last is, week. Yeah. Who is Cincinnati played? What's the American conference? The only America I trust is the United States of America. <laughs> and as it's all about the SEC, baby. And it's just going to be nauseating. But, like, if – here's the deal. They could do it. And I wouldn't be shocked if they did it. But if you're going to do that, like, you're totally telling everybody that this is a total sham and, like, a mockery and it doesn't make any sense. Which, again, not going to completely put the odds at zero for them to just do that. (laughs) But, like, if you want to keep some semblance of – competitive balance because this is another thing like the coaching carousel we discussed earlier this is another thing that's really hurting college football is that all like we talk so much about the playoff and ultimately there's four teams that can make the playoff and if we're being honest with ourselves there's a lot of schools that like are never going to have a chance to sniff the playoff right and like the beauty one of the things that i think is great about college football is in pro sports everybody's trying to win a title and if you don't win a title it's super disappointing but if you're like a TCU fan and your team goes eight and four and plays in, you know, the cheese it bowl, you can still feel pretty good about your season. Right. Like it's kind of fun. Your team won some big games, you go to a bowl game and that's like, that's getting cheapened now by the playoff process. And if you just totally go villain mode, then I think it's going to turn a lot of people off to, to this whole charade. I guarantee and this, this is why we, Especially like that was one of the first thing I brought up when I mentioned the football the the rankings that I, I asked Jake about the you know the other teams like and I had mentioned that a bunch in this show before Kansas State going seven and five matters because if if Kansas State fans care it matters I have my Willie the Wildcat shirt right right over here right so if you want to go to the gym and wear your shirt after a big win that stuff matters and Stephen like to your point like Oklahoma State making the playoff even if they get boat raced by Georgia that cool. But, like, and, and, of course, they're going to give it their all. But, like, being there is awesome. And if Cincinnati gets there, it's awesome. And it, it, it's going to make us feel accomplished. That's why I think we all have so much invested in this round of the college football playoff because who is not there, right? Who is not there? Ohio State won't be there. Oklahoma won't be there. Um, Clemson is not going to be there. And we think, we think, we hope, we pray, we do whatever in our homes we need to do to fingers crossed, whatever, whatever God you pray to, or if you don't have a God, whatever. But like, we're just all saying, look, please know Bama. If Georgia beats them, keep them out. It feels like this season's predetermined. If you told me right now, Hey, look, 
uh, everybody, we're not going to make Georgia play an SEC title game. We're not going to make them play a semifinal. We're going to put them in the final. Everybody be like, you know what? That's fine. All right, that's totally fine. They they kind of earned that at this point in time. But this is really about three and four right now. And, and will they make the right decision? And I know we're all kind of on pins and needles waiting to see. But I think I think – like Cincinnati to me has been so convincing that you just can't look. I think if any team gets shafted, I think it's gonna be Oklahoma State. Like to be honest, I think it's the Pokes. I mean, Cincinnati has been so convincing, and they've kept them in that range. That I just I don't see a way in which that that they take them out. I'm totally setting myself up for a disaster. I, I'm talking myself into a complete disaster. Somebody save me. No, I mean I think I think you're right. Like. I'm going to play naive sports analyst again and just think that they can't put a two-loss Bama team in there when you've got undefeated Georgia, undefeated Cincinnati, who's got a signature win over a top-six team, Notre Dame, and a one-loss Oklahoma State team who won the Big 12 Conference, beating Baylor twice, beating Oklahoma. I mean, it, it just would not make any sense, and it would just put on display for the whole world to see what the absolute farce the college football playoff would be in that situation. They've got to do it to save face. And if they don't, it, I mean, everybody will want to burn it down. Like I will burn it down. Just so we're clear. I will burn it down. I won't want to. (laughs) There's a wrestling reference for the evening. Um, All right. Should we take out, talk about this weekend? There really isn't a whole lot of, so the sicko stuff is off the board. Um, there really is no sickos game of the week. Uh, oh, well, actually, actually, there is a sickos game of the week. Um, well, let's get it out of the way now. It's in the Pac-12. Cal is Cal is playing USC. I was going to say Saturday night. It's one out on the West Coast. The yeah. <laughs> is this uh, like a makeup game? Is this a makeup yes, COVID this game? Is, this is okay. a makeup game. This is a makeup Cal, game. Cal's the only team that's had a game postponed due to COVID issues. It was the USC game two weeks ago. They moved it to this weekend. It's of no consequence. Neither team is bowl eligible. They're just playing a game. Does so, Lincoln Riley call plays? I love that for them. Does <laughs> Lincoln Riley call plays? Yeah, from the, from the upstairs booth. Um, all right, so let's go around to everybody and talk about the game that we're most looking forward to this week. Linda, you have the yeah. honors. I know you're going to tell me not to pick my own team's no, you, game. No you, but no, you may pick it. To you be honest, pick it this week. I make the rules. No, I'm just kidding. I'm – I – and making orange jello shots to take on my couch while I watch this Oklahoma State game. I have a plan for if we come out with a big win, we have the whole day planned. Also have a backup plan in case things go very poorly and I need some self-love. So I'm very ready. Um, I'm nervous. This is I Linda's last podcast. Be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm never coming back. In the third quarter, I texted the guys that I do the fantasy podcast with. I was like, don't talk to me till Monday. D- just don't. <laughs> just don't even talk to me. And then at the end, of course, I was fine. But third quarter, I was not okay. Uh, I'm very ready for that game. I think, like you guys talked about, it's going to be a, it may be a first team to 13 point type of game. It's two teams that really like to run the ball. It's two teams with really good defenses. So, I think it's going to be a, a knockdown, drag out kind of fight. And uh, hopefully Gary Bohannon is doing well, but not quite ready to uh, face Oklahoma State's defense. Linda, cheering and for an injury. Disgusting. No, not cheering for an injury. I said, I hope he's well. But, you know, you, you, hope, you hope he's encumbered. Don't you you, you yeah, got to think about his future. You want him to, you know, get some rest. I just want him to rest. That's all. It's the mom in me. 
but uh, I, I think I think it'll be a really good game. I think it'll be a really good game from a if you enjoy football standpoint. Do you think the Pokes win? Yes. Okay. John, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Oh, Cincinnati-Houston. I really want Cincinnati to win this game. I really I, – I don't know. I love the idea that a group of five team is right there on the cusp. Um, and one that's playing good football seems to have a really good defense and has a good offense to go with it. Um, it I like fairness, and I like I, – the reason part of the reason I want an expanded college football playoff is to make sure that everybody has a chance. And my light just went out because I think – yeah, hey, so we're in the dark. It's cool though. Gary um, Barta just cut you off, bro. He did. He did not like <laughs> my pro group Since of five. Nope. No. Yeah, Mike Oresco, I need your help. Holler <laughs> at me, boy. Um, so yeah. Then that's just what I'll say about that. All um, right. Yeah. Good times. Go Cincinnati. Go Paracats. All right, Steven. Yeah, so John kind of stole mine, but I want to ask this question to you, Josh. Why did Dana Holgerson's name not come at all come up at all in this coaching carousel? He's done like I, a great job at Houston. So that was really fascinating to me. And, and here's my read on this, is that they needed to have a good season because they paid him so much money. But I think that's why. I think there's an understanding there that the Fertitta Collective, whoever else has any involvement at the University of Houston, gave him so much money and invested so much in that program. It's like, bro, you are not going anywhere. Uh, there we go. We're back. Um, that, that was Thanks, my, Mike. Thanks, go, Mike yeah, yeah, that, that's just my, that's just my two cents. Steven. Yeah. I was just, I was kind of thinking about that the other day because you know, his name never really came up in any search, but the TCU search, Texas guy, it kind of makes sense, but I like Dana and I think I made the joke before, but lockdown Cougar is the name of Jake's podcast. Sounds like a Saturday night out with uh, Dana Holgerson. Um, <laughs> if you're gonna have some fun with him anyway. Uh, so I'll bounce to another game though. I, I want to see, this is not, this is obviously not like an under the radar game. But I just want to see Georgia beat the snot out of Alabama. Like, I'm ready to see it happen. I hope it happens. I'm not going to, uh, you know, doubt the Dark Lord, Nick Saban. But it would be fun if uh, if we see some pain from from the Alabama faithful on Saturday afternoon. Jake? All right. I, so, BYU is ranked 12th. We all know mm-hmm. that. College football playoff. As such, under the rules, they are currently still eligible to play in a New Year's Six Bowl game. What they need is they need the playoff committee to bump them either in front of Michigan State, who will be idle this weekend, or, Linda, we need Oklahoma State to absolutely trounce Baylor and shove the Bears back behind BYU and move the Cougars up to keep their fleeting hopes alive. I still don't think they ultimately make it as an at-large team, but the hope is still there for BYU, so go Pokes. All right, there you go. And then I will pick the game I'm going to be at this weekend. My father is a Wake Forest graduate, so I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina at the ACC Championship game for a very, very low amount of money for tickets because nobody gives a crap about these two teams apparently. But but Pitt and Wake fans, I'm here to tell you, this game matters. Your mm-hmm. teams matter because tell you what, boys, Wake Forest, boys and girls, uh, Wake Forest Wake Forest, I remember 2006. I was nine years old in 2006 when Wake Forest went to an Orange Bowl and lost to Brian Brown and Louisville. Uh, <laughs> awful experience. I'm looking for another trip. I want to see my Wake Forest, my dad's Wake Forest, Stephen Deacons, go to an Orange Bowl. So it's awesome to see uh, them versus Pitt in an ACC championship game. I mean, you know, kind of, this kind of goes along the lines of what we're seeing. I know Michigan's a big brand, but Michigan versus Iowa, right? 
Uh, we're going to, we're going to get to see Oklahoma State versus a Baylor. We're going to see Pitt versus Wake. Right? These are some pretty cool games that we're going to get to see along those lines. So I'm pumped for that one. And obviously, um, to wrap up here, let's get our picks: Pokes or Bears. John, you go first. We're going to win this pick. Yeah, go Pokes. Steven. Yeah, the Pokes win. Jake. Pokes big time. I also have the Pokes. I think they win big Well, time. somebody has to take the Bears. We all no, have no. to Nobody yeah. has to take Blake Shapin in his third start against the against yeah. He's going to get killed. Defense. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to get killed. We already watched it. All right, everybody, plug your podcast so we can get out of here. John, you go first. Yeah, go follow Locked On Sooners on Twitter and Facebook Locked On Sooners Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. And read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners and this incredible coaching search over at the Sooners Wire at usatoday.com. Steven. I'm at Simcock Steven on Twitter. Show is at Locked on TCU. And I'm excited about this new coaching staff, man. So come and listen to a more upbeat TCU corner than normal <laughs> as we uh, get some commitments rolling in, get a staff put together. This is a lot of good content uh, over the coming weeks and months. Linda. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians. The show is lo- locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter and locked on pokes on all your uh, podcast apps. And uh, if you want any of my fantasy football nonsense, it's you can just find it from my Twitter page. Uh, Jake. Follow locked on Cougars. It's really simple. Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We're active on all three of those platforms. My own works. I've got thoughts on all things sports, college football, NFL, all that. Jacob C. Hatch is the handle for that. You guys can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. Uh, oh, this little fun graphic. Boom. It covers that Linda, but who cares? Uh, at Josh Neighbors underscore. You can find me on Twitter. You can find the show at LO Big 12. You can find Locked on Big 12 wherever you guys get your podcasts. And you can find us on YouTube as well. Also find Locked on Nationals wherever you guys get your podcasts too if you want some depressing baseball coverage happening right now. And the Rangers, John's Rangers. You're a Rangers fan, right, John? Yeah, I am a Rangers fan. Let's go, baby. actually relevant again. It's crazy. Yeah, there you go. All right, everybody. The Mariners are relevant. Once again, Wow. Welcome to Locked on AL West. (laughs) There it is. True story. We'll see you folks next week. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.